Today, I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot about slut shaming, body shaming, boob shaming, women shaming. Hello, and welcome to All The Things Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Lawrence. I am a former trial attorney turned entrepreneur, breathwork and sound meditation practitioner, as well as the owner of a boutique social media marketing agency called All The Things Social. I believe that as human beings, we get to be all of the things. Brilliant, soulful, sexual, wildly inappropriate. We don't have to live in the boxes society tries to put us in. We get to be all of the things. On this show, you'll hear from some of my favorite humans and friends in a variety of spaces, including spirituality, business and branding, holistic health, sexuality, and neuroscience. This is a space for truly candid, soulful conversations with the goal of empowering you to be all of the things. Let's dive in. What if the secret to finding more peace, more clarity, more patience in your life came from the power of your own breath? What if you could scale the success that you're having in life and do it all with a calm nervous system? Something that most people don't know is that our breath is one of the main factors that has a control over our nervous system. Think about it when you're stressed or anxious. What is the first thing that we as humans tend to do? We hold our breath and we stop breathing. That is exactly why I created breathewithregina.com. Breathe with Regina is a virtual breathwork membership that offers two live virtual breathwork classes a month that you can do from anywhere in the privacy of your own home and drop in and learn how to really use the breath as a way to calm the nervous system. I like to say that breath is meditation for the person who can't meditate. I know that I have always been that person and breathwork has been the key for me. Go to breathewithregina.com and check it out. I'm offering $1 for the first two weeks of membership. That's right, only a dollar to check it out. And if after two weeks you don't see a difference or you're not interested, you can cancel at any time. So go to breathewithregina.com, sign up, and join me for a class. I would love to see you there. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All The Things Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Lawrence. And today I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot about slut shaming, body shaming, boob shaming, women shaming. It's so funny. I I have been living in this world lately where I have really intentionally chosen who is around me, the content I consume. Um, I'm just very very clear about who and what gets my time and attention. I'm getting better at that boundary in my life. And so, but the problem with that is I'm sometimes closed off to like the world or subcultures of people until they like try to attack my bubble. So my background is I grew up super conservative, motherfucking Catholic, and in a way that most people haven't. My mom goes to mass 
every single day. I was homeschooled from fourth grade to eighth grade. I got to give you guys the lineup of this because it's going to blow your minds. I was homeschooled from fourth grade to eighth grade. We went to mass every day of the week. There were periods of time where I was only allowed to wear skirts. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. Um, I wasn't allowed to really talk to boys. Um, And, you know, this was my mom. I have a lot of older siblings. I got into a lot of trouble. Some of my sisters got pregnant when they were young. And I think this was my mom's response to like, try to keep me safe. It came from a place of love, but it was like very like, like stifling, right? Um, there's highs and lows of it. You know, I, it is what it is and whatever. Anyway. Um, so super conservative, religious, Catholic household is how I grew up. And in being in a conservative Catholic household, there is a lot of shame around your body as a woman. It just, it's in Catholic teaching, the way that we treat women's bodies and it comes under the guise of modesty. Uh, Modesty is a fucking joke. The fact that men can walk around shirtless at the beach, but if I have a two-piece bathing suit on, I'm going to lead them into sin is hilarious. But that's part of the teaching that I grew up in. Part of that was I was very limited in what I was allowed to wear. No two-piece bathing suits, no show, showing skin of any sort, short of any sort. God, I can't talk. Shorts can't be too short. Shirts can't be too low. Like very, very, very strict. I wasn't allowed to walk from the bathroom to my bedroom in a towel. That was immodest. Um, there was just a lot of things about my body limits put on what could be shown and not shown. And it's not just like, it's immodest. It's like, if you are immodest intentionally and you know better, that is a sin. And it could be a mortal sin. And a mortal sin is the type of sin, give you guys a little history. Um, A mortal sin is the type of sin that if you've committed it, you have to go to confession. If you are in the state of mortal sin and you need to go to confession, you can't receive communion in mass. So everyone knows if you're if you're a rule following Catholic who's in the state of quote unquote mortal sin, you can't receive communion and everyone fucking knows like the shame, the layers of shame. No wonder I have struggled through my life with shame and guilt about things. And so. I, after I had my spiritual awakening, abandoned Catholicism, all the things, one of my big things I had to work through was respecting my body and not shaming the body that I have. So... As I had my spiritual awakening and I was working through a lot of my body shame, I also started to realize something interesting that was further fucking up the way I thought. I was indoctrinated with this belief that the body is sacred, the body is a temple, the female body should be hidden because it's so sacred and so special. But then at the same time, I was surrounded with women in my family who loathed their bodies. 
I grew up with a mom who was always on a diet. And let me just preface this is that my mother never criticized my body ever. My mom was always very affirming, told me I was beautiful. Like she really tried her best to speak greatness into me because that was not done to her. But I witnessed the shame she had about her body, about her shape, about taking up space as a woman. And my mom is this like strong, strong Irish woman and very strong about a lot of things. But when it came to her body, there was deep ancestral trauma and shame. And I'm still unraveling that because we experienced it as women. I have four sisters. There's five girls in my family. And so I was like having the Catholic church and the Catholic teaching like drilled into me to hide my body. And then at home, I was dealing with siblings and a mother who were deeply loathing their bodies. And it allowed me to feel almost like a disconnection from my body. I spent my whole childhood trying to shrink myself. When I tell you that I started dieting at 12 years old, 13 years old, I went down a spiral of disordered eating that I carried into my adult life that is often triggered sometimes, even now at 36 years old. And I have had to really develop a new found respect and love for my body and spend years undoing what I had been told and the stories that I had been told. And so I had a recent experience where a guy I went to college with who I didn't really even know in college found my website and sent me a message shaming my body for me showing cleavage on my website. If you go to my website, reginalawrence.com, you can see it. The pictures are very whimsical. My friends lovingly call it my river witch um, (laughs) photo shoot. And this man I haven't spoken to for years felt compelled to shame my body and told me not to lose the faith. And obviously I called him out on social media. I made a reel and a TikTok about it because I just think it's fucking ridiculous. But I, I like to try to think about where people come from. And I think for him, he has been raised and indoctrinated in a way that I was, where we shame women for their bodies. We tell them to hide their bodies. And that's how he was raised. I don't fault him for that because that's how I was raised. But it gets to a point where you have to think for yourself and you have to do better. He doesn't know me. 
he hasn't seen me. I'm 36 since I was 21 years old. He doesn't know where I'm at. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know my emotional state. And he felt like he needed to convert me back to the belief system that he holds on to so tightly. There's so many layers of fucked upness in this. There's so many layers of this that are infuriating to me. There's so many layers of this that make me sad. I have a love for my body at 36 years old that I was not capable of having when I was 21 years old. I have an appreciation for my sensual parts, my sexual parts, the curves of my body, my breasts that I never would have had if I had stayed in a school of thought that diminished that. Um, It's really interesting. It's interesting that he felt the need to message me, you know, like he felt, but that means he feels so convicted of his belief system that he needed to voice it. He felt like it was the right thing. He felt like it was his moral duty as a man and as a Catholic. And I understand that because I have been at places in my life where I have felt like it was my moral duty to say something. Like maybe the thing I'm saying could save this person. Because why is it a moral duty? Because you're saving somebody from themselves because if we don't save them from themselves then they're gonna commit sin and they're gonna go to hell. Like that's the true belief system. That's the belief system that this comment came from. And so I don't think the root of his comment was to do harm. I think he actually thought it was to do good, right? Um, We don't know where people are at. We don't know what their demons are. We don't know what they're battling. This man doesn't know that I spent a lifetime battling my body feeling shame about my body, you know? And that shame doesn't just stop with like the clothes I put on and take off. That shame carries into my sexual and intimate relationships. It it can trickle into the confidence that we feel when we stand up in a room and talk to people. Like that shit goes deep. And I'm glad that he said it to me because at least I can have some empathy for him. I know where he comes from. And I also have enough resources where it's not going to send me into a fucking downward spiral. But it was also a good reminder for me that the religion and the way I was raised, the doctrine, it's so toxic. It's so gnarly. It's so gnarly to, to... put people in a position where they feel like it's their moral responsibility to save each other. I am never going to save you and you are never going to save me. We are only going to save ourselves. We're only the love that we can have and the love that we desire is only going to come from ourselves. Where does that love come from? God, source, universe, the divine. I believe all of that is inside of me. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share that story because I know so many of you listening have grown up like me. 
you have spent a lifetime of dealing with shame. You have spent a lifetime of trying to move through that shame about your body, your sensuality, your sexuality, your femininity. And when we are in the questioning of ourselves as women, when we are in the shame about our bodies as women, that is a low vibrational energy that prevents us from stepping fully into the highest version of ourselves. Shame brings us down. Self-loathing brings us down. And we are will not be a vibrational match for the highest things that are meant for us. It's interesting that I got that message in the season that I'm in. I was a vibrational match for that message in some ways. Um, I've been doing a lot of deep healing work on my gut. I started microdosing and doing a psilocybin microdosing journey and healing my gut, um, detoxing, healing my liver, doing deep, deep healing work, changing the way I eat, being really selective about the ingredients in my food, the products I put on my skin, on my face, right? Like really working on decreasing my toxic load, eating more good protein. And when the body is healing, we can put on healing weight. And so I've changed the way I'm working out. I'm trying to control my cortisol and I've put on weight and it's been really hard for me. Um, and I've been so hard on myself and I've been so hard on my body. And it's crazy because I'm in the season of like such beautiful growth in my life and in my businesses. And I'm also so thankful that I'm learning this information and microdosing and healing. But I got that message in the midst of like, oh, just the shame. And it, it brought that to light for me, like, oh, you've been feeling not great about your body. You've been hiding your body a bit. And then you get that message and it really, it really brought it to light for me. Um, I was watching this documentary the other night. Uh, there's a new Lizzo documentary on HBO. And she was talking about her body, you know, Lizzo is so controversial and she's just such a beautiful embodiment of like owning the body that you're in and loving the body that you're in. And I cried through so many parts of it because I felt myself in a lot of her journey. And I think one of my struggles with my body through my life has been one, I've just been indoctrinated with this idea of shame to be ashamed of what I have and what I am. I've always had curves. I, from the time I went through puberty, I had a really small waist um, and a big butt, <laughs> you know? Um, I was a toddler with a booty. People ask me all the time, how did you get that? How did you build that? I didn't. I was born with it. It's genetics. I just take care of it. Um, and when you're curvy, it's hard to hide your curves. And when you're curvy and you're trying to hide, and people pay attention to you and catcall you and and objectify you as a woman, you feel even more shame. And so that documentary reminded me like, oh, this is why you have felt so much shame about your body. Like you have felt objectified. You, I have felt, 
and I don't know, I'm, I'm sure women will relate to this. I have felt shamed about my body and have had like a loathing towards my body. And at the same time, I was being objectified like a piece of meat and being objectified and sexualized just heightened the self-loathing, I think is the best way to explain it. And she articulated that about her body. And that resonated really deeply with me. Um, I'm moving through it. I'm moving through the loathing I've recently had towards my body. You know, you can't heal a body that you are shaming. You can't heal deep um, health issues if you loathe your body. You can't heal ancestral trauma around sexuality and sensuality in the female form if in the present moment you are hating the way your thighs look. I am saying this because this has been my experience. And so I got that message in the midst of not feeling great about my body. And I am not okay. Like it's not okay. It's not appropriate. Right. But at the same time, I also have gratitude because it brought to light. Like I, I run the narrative about my body. I get to talk about my body. I get to highlight my body in the way I want. Take my body out of your mouth. Don't fucking talk about my body. You know, like that gave me my power back. This is my body that I get to inhabit in this lifetime. And if I want to be fucking tits out in the river, living my truth, go fuck yourself. That's how I felt. This is my body. I am proud of this. I have spent a lifetime cultivating a relationship with this. Just like any relationship, we have highs and lows. We have highs and lows in the relationship with our body for sure. But that brought me back to my power. Don't you talk about my body like that. This, this, this vessel is sacred and I am honoring this in a way that serves me and serves my purpose in this lifetime. So fuck off. And that was the good reminder for me. And so I wanted to share this with you guys. One, because I think it's a fucking wild story and I think it's a good thing to share. But also like if you have felt shame about your body, if you have felt shame about your sexuality and your sensuality, you are not alone in that. So many women tell me that they have had the same experience and it is in your hands to, to change that. If you're like me from ancestry, where there was shame about your body and your shape and your form and taking up space, it can stop with you. The cycle can end with you, but it starts with the awareness and then it moves to changing the talk track. Something that I started to do, which might sound like a silly thing, but it was part of my process was, I stopped saying and thinking mean things about myself and I started to rewrite that narrative. Anytime I would start to say something mean or not nice about myself, I would rewind and I would say, no girl, you might not feel good right now, but that is not true. And so I encourage you, if you're somebody like me who has struggled with your body through your life, start to examine how you talk to yourself, how you talk about yourself, how you look at yourself, how you look at your body parts um, and start to one thought at a time, unwind it. And if anyone tries to shame you about that beautiful sacred body that you get to inhabit in this lifetime, 
It's not about you. It's about them. And that, that, that's it. So I love you guys. I hope that this was helpful. I'll see you next week on the podcast. Please, please, please. If you have any friends in your life that would resonate with this story, share it with them. We have to stand together as women and take back that power in honoring and loving the sweet body we get to inhabit. So I love you guys. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode as much as I love creating it, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes. We will be forever grateful at All The Things Podcasts. And if you found something inspiring or you know somebody who could benefit from it, please share this to your story, tag us, send it to a friend. So much love, friends. 